in life for free But you can give them to the birds and bees I want the money because it's kind of a long song uh, and you know I can always I can always play it uh, a little bit uh, later um, welcome to my live stream uh, this afternoon uh, thank you to all of you who are here right now I see Veronica showed up and Charles is in the chat but I know there's a few more people here who um, are watching anyways all right so I want to cover um, the, the, the this particular topic and uh, I have some videos to show you uh, to discuss and uh, contemplate it uh, coming up here uh, one is from some professional wrestlers who really um, analyzed uh, analyzed it here let me um, let me look at my library here and get their specific names um, Eric Bischoff and Jeff Jarrett all right so I'm gonna get to their video here in a bit also I thought that there's a reaction of Snoop Dogg uh, on the red carpet let me show you the Snoop Dogg one uh, right now and just kind of what your whistle and what Snoop Dogg said uh, right after uh, the slap occurred, which I thought was um, was interesting. Matter of fact, I'm going to pull that up right here for just a second. I, I hope you're ready to like maybe uh, talk about this, um, you know, uh, right now. I, mean, I know I'm not jumping right into the subject, but uh, sometimes it's, it's good to get to the point. And then I'm going to take a little bit of break and I'm going to show you something kind of fun uh, before we get into the, uh, the wrestler uh, discussion. Okay, so let us look at the uh, Snoop Dogg video and um, we'll start here. All right, I'm gonna take it, it, it's sort of like around here where she starts to 
I'm gonna let it play a little bit, but it, it's just like around here where she starts to ask the questions. So let's let's uh, listen here. Oh, and um, hold on, let me uh, put myself in here. No, that's too much. There. Okay, here we go. Actually, tell them how much I appreciate their art, and how great of actors and actresses they were, and to be able to take a picture with them. I mean, it's cool to be the fans sometimes instead of being a star. I, I could not agree with you more. Can I ask you about this? You did post about the incident that happened last night on your social media. Did you think it was staged when you posted that? Sort of, kind of, but I never know. Still don't know. Still don't know. Okay, well, let me ask you about the performances. Okay, so, how, who I mean, did you just hear that? Like, he still doesn't know. Like, do you think it was staged? And do you still know? And he says, I still don't know. All right. I, I just, and this was, uh, this got 11 million hits. Let me find out. I'm trying to find the date of when it was maybe uploaded. I don't, I don't know. I mean, does he, I mean, how, I would say this has been out for like about a week or so. So, uh, I don't know. What do you guys, What do, I mean, just, just on that. The fact that there's Hollywood uh, stars that hi Red Chillin got RD Chillin. I haven't seen you in ages. Nice to see you here, RD. Um, just on that, I mean, I'm I'm just kind of shocked that uh, that some. I mean, I know Snoop Snoop Dogg technically smokes a lot of pot, but <laughs> let's not blame it on that for a second. I just I just find kind of find it shocking that that he's even saying something like that. And then I want to bring in, um, you know, I, I didn't have it. This is just an extra thought, but there's another guy too that, uh, that I'd like to add to, uh, to this. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull that one up here too, as well. Cause I watched that a few days ago and I even shared it with somebody because, um, no, I, on. I didn't need to do that. That's actually what I clicked on right now is um, is part of um, my studies and my persuasion class. And it's interesting because they use smell to uh, to change people's moods. And she I learned from my class that they actually pump it into um, Disneyland, which I, I you know, <laughs> Makes sense though, right? That maybe you have cinnamon buns uh, burning and um, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find that one. Um, it was the producer or it was the creator of Entourage uh, when he first was asked about um, what happened. Uh, he also uh, said that um, at first I didn't think it was real. And, you know, honestly, when I first looked at the footage of it, I didn't think it was real either. My first initial reaction was like, "Is that real?" Uh, because a lot, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if, if sometimes we um, question whether something is real or not. I'm still trying to see. Oh, here it is. I'm still questioning if whether something is real or not. Yeah, I want this is on TMZ, so I want to play this one just a little bit for you too. I sometimes like I think we question whether things are real or not because when they're on stage and we see something happen on stage, we think that we automatically think that mess ups and things like that are just part of the routine. Like, oh, like we just thought it was planned. We don't, we don't know what the script is really. Um, 
Now, what I find uh, interesting about this particular uh, event is uh, a lot of times in the Oscars, you know, the Oscars have to be rehearsed. It's not like they just go up and, and comics say whatever they want. And most of the time, uh, to my knowledge, and this was like when I, I did stand up on television uh, on Last Comic Standing, you had to show your material. Like they have to, know, especially if it's going to be taped live at any point, because they need to know whether or not you're swearing or whether you're going to, you know, break the FCC rules. So now sometimes comics go screw it and they've been known to break those rules and they've gotten into trouble for doing it. One of the comedians that did that was Andrew Dice Clay. But you usually have to have your material um, approved. Now, what I'm wondering is, is was the uh, G.I. Jane joke uh, just improvised or or was it, you know, was it part of the script? Because it was if it was part of the script, then it would be in the teleprompter and it would have been approved by the Academy. And in a sense, if anything was really offensive, it, it, it should have been in, in a way that weight should fall somewhat on the Academy's shoulders. Now. A lot of people have, this is an interesting where the Chris Rock debate went to. I've already discussed that, uh, you know, in terms of what I, I have observed in social media and I've watched other um, channels. Of course, the air blower is going to go right now, right? Right when I'm doing a show. It's one of those days. Today, like they, they cut the bushes outside here. Um, there was, there's a, believe it or not, there's like a holly tree that they were with the saw thing while I was in the middle of class. And now I, I, I just thought, oh, you know, at least it's quiet. And now this is going on. So hopefully they get their business done. I think that if someone were to create a leaf, silent leaf blower, um, it, would, it would win on, what is that, Shark Tank? You know, I, I would win. I would be like, let it, let, how come that has not been created yet, that we have silent leaf blowers why why can't we have silent leaf blowers i just want to now i've said that before people goes yeah that's called a rake you know like like what's wrong with the rake um so anyway i i'm, I'm just going off on the on the leaf blower thing Anna and uh see veronica says um i didn't think chris knew but will was triggered by his wife the look yeah because originally, if you watch the footage, you will see that Chris Ro uh, uh, Will Smith was laughing at the joke at first, and then and then you see her face going like that. I mean, I, I'm over exaggerating, but she has this look like you know, uh, and then and then it's like he just it's almost like he just gets up and he goes, okay, I'm gonna go over and do this because my wife has given me the look, but. Then I also thought this, like, was the look part of the routine? Like, I don't know. You know, it's it's like these guys are actors. You know, that that's the part. I mean, if they weren't actors, I would go, oh, okay, well, you know. It's just when it gets to the slap part, when I first looked at it, it looked like a stage slap to me. It looked fake. Like, and I'm going to show you, I want to show you, um, some comments uh, about, well, let's just get right into it because uh, this other fun video I want to show you later, I'll show you in a bit because it's secondary. <laughs> SpongeBob 
SpongeBob uses a reef blower. Wow, that would be cool, right? <laughs> it's like, blow it my way, blow it my way. Reef blower. <laughs> Whose rabbit hole is this? Uh, you know what? It, 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 I, it's, I guess, I, I don't know if I need to claim it. Oh wait, let me show you the entourage guy first. All right, and then we'll and then we'll get we'll go we'll go further. Hold on. Okay, the leaf blower stopped. Okay, wait. I hope I did that right. Let me just. You had some pretty strong opinions about what happened with Chris Rock and Will Smith. I mean, I mean, nothing happened with Chris Rock. I mean, Chris <laughs> Rock just did his job, and then whether you liked his joke or not. But um, I'm still like, I thought it was fake. I'm watching this thing. I don't know what the hell's happening. The sound goes off, and I think there's something very strange happening. But to look back on it now and to see the people coming out and defending Will Smith, which I'm trying to be careful in 2022. Mental health is a real thing. Yeah. He needs help because if you're. Okay, so I'm going to stop it there. The all right. Uh, you know, because that's basically, I mean, you could go on. I mean, I, I didn't add this in, link in my descriptions of, of videos that I was sourcing, but it, so I'm just kind of like showing it off the cuff. Just again, showing somebody who said, I, I thought it was fake. I thought it was fake. Philip Blair says Will Smith needs to apologize to his mother who had, who was beaten by his dad. Uh, is, is that, is that in, in his history? I, I, I don't know. I really don't know um, that part about Will Smith. Um, yeah. The blower's back. Yay. It's right near here. Oh yeah. He's right. He's right there. He's right there. Okay. Um, sorry. And you probably can't even hear it. Do you hear it? Because like I've had leaf blowers before and normally it doesn't even come over my, my, my recording. So it's like, Oh, you know, we don't hear a thing, but it's actually, it's actually going on. Okay. Um, another thing that I want to, uh, share with you, um, is let's just get right into the nugget of these guys. Yes, it's in his history. Okay. Well, then, you know, he's got a lot of problems, then I guess, you know, uh, First of all, you know, if you want to psychologically analyze this too, is uh, is that here it is again? Uh, shoot, psychologically, if you want to analyze it, their marriage isn't that great, right? I mean, uh, Ricky Gervais, his commentary on it was. Uh, you know, hey, I wouldn't have, I, first of all, I wouldn't have made fun of her hair. I would have made fun of the affair she's having with the younger man. You know, so that that's really getting to the point. I, I really, you know, it, I, I actually posted it on Facebook and I go, this is the reason why I love Ricky Gervais. Like, he's really going to cut to the chase. It's not about the 
prepare because really the, the it's surprising that he even used that joke because usually as a comedian you don't want to use a joke that has a 20 year old reference to a film like do the millennials really know uh, about the movie gi jane uh you know I, I i don't think so right so uh so it, I, you know, it, it, it just wasn't, but you know, are the millennials watching uh, the Academy Awards? Are, are we just like, are, is the demographic of the audience that watches the Academy Awards 20 years old? Like, are they losing viewership? And, you know, and, and you know, one thing that I've, I've opposition that I've gotten when I've shared, Hey, is that I've asked is the, is the slap faker real on social media? You know what? I keep going. Well, what would be the motivation for that? What would be the motivation for that? Why would somebody do something like that? And uh, and, and you know what? Even if you can't pinpoint what the motivation is, doesn't mean that it might not have happened when you actually study the footage. The motivation is sec secondary. You know, I, I think the motivation is probably money. Right. If you want to like make any motivation, you can go, oh, it's money because look what's trending right now. Look whose names are trending right now. Look who's probably going to watch these movies right now. Look who is going to be like maybe, um, you know, going to the, uh, the the channels that streamed the Academy Awards just to watch that Academy Awards again. This is, like, you know, guess what name is in everybody's mouth right now? The Academy Awards. Who's going to probably tune in next year to see if somebody else gets slapped? You know, the thing of it is, is, is like where the conversation spun to, because it caused people to evaluate our relationships that we have with each other. It's caused us to evaluate, you know, free speech. Um, it's, you know, whether or not, you know, a lot of people went nutso. I think it's like, yeah, you know, Chris Rock should have been slapped or, you know, we should be, you know, Dave Chappelle is next and all this kind of stuff. So it's caused quite a bit of a dialogue. And guess what? We are more focused on Will Smith and and Chris Rock than we probably are about what's happening in Ukraine right now. You know, like it's a huge distraction for the United States. What is it like when you're distracted? Like, you know, well, that's when the magician trick happens. That's when the sleight of hand, when something else is going on, when you're worried about what else, you know, what whether what might have been happening, right? I mean, I'm just throwing out some ideas as to why this might have might have happened, and or just because they're just entertaining themselves. Even like I said, like, what if it was like? I don't know if you guys watched a movie. It was um, it starred Joaquin Phoenix, and he played a rap star. Let me Google this the, the title of the film. Where Joaquin Phoenix for like a year or so made a documentary with directed by Casey Affleck, where he ran around and told people he was no longer going to be an actor, but he was going to be a rap star. And he didn't let anybody in on it. He did all these interviews about it. And it was real to people for a really long time until it was just like an experimental documentary that nobody, what if it's like this? Remember Andy Kaufman? Like I said, well, you know, Andy, like, Andy Kaufman used to do stuff like this. Like, what if Will Smith and Jada and and uh, and uh, Chris?
Chris Rock were hanging out because I think they might have even done a movie before together. They know each other. They're hanging out. They're hanging out. He's nominated. They're pretty sure he's going to win this year. And they, you know, they're, they're drinking a Budweiser. I don't know if they drink Budweiser or not, but they're like, hey, man, let's, you know, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's fake this whole thing on national television. And then we'll just tell everybody it's a joke. And then maybe they did. It was too late to tell them, tell anybody that it was a joke. Like it spun out of control and now they can't go back on, on the game. Like bad, there's no bad publicity. All right. Good publicity bad publicity is good publicity for the most part, unless you're like Jeffrey Dahmer or a serial killer or something like that, you know, then you're going to go be going to jail. But if you're an entertainer, and you're controversial and you're bad or you got a blow job on Sunset Boulevard by a hooker, Hugh Grant. We you can just go the next night on the on the Tonight Show and go, oh, I've been a bad boy. And then everybody thinks you're charming and they're still going to go pay money at the box office to watch you act. And that's how Hollywood works. I'm just giving a theory, you know, like, like none of it, it's real. Like what makes you think that, how can you tell, how can you tell when Alec Baldwin is, um, you know, crying on camera in front of George Stephanopoulos, Stephanopoulos. Guys, last name reminds me of a character on um, Sesame Street, right? <laughs> George Stephanopoulos. Who's to say that when he's crying that he's not he's not he's not faking it? How can we tell if these actors are faking it or not faking it? And one of the things that I mentioned was that, and I even did bits like this. You know, you you do things, um, you know, on camera, on the radio, or you 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 look like you're supposed to look like you're backstage arguing with another comic, you know, in the green room, and it's being filmed as part of it's it's unscripted but scripted. Like, here's what you're supposed to do, and you fake it, and it looks real. Like, and then and then and then there's the show. Like, like you improv on top of improv on top of improv. And you can do it so good. The people think they can't tell. They can't tell the difference between what's real and what's not real. We love wrestling, right? Is it real? Do they have techniques? Yes, they do have techniques. They do have techniques. As a matter of fact, um, there's a couple of a few terms that I have down on my um, book here. And, uh, you know, in my, in my iPad, let me just pull this up uh, for a moment and check it out. Okay, so... There, there's, and I'm going to show you the, okay, so now I'm going to show you the video. Now I'm going to show you the wrestling video. Lee Guy says, I'll slap anyone. I go to jail. Lee Guy some. Hmm. All right. Don't become an A-list actor if you aren't good at that. <laughs> Apparently, right? Janus Pinkett Smith and Chris Rock were in the movie. Mattis got Matt, Mad, 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 Mad uh huh. The voices were okay, which is a, they, the um, Lemire animals are only in that in that area. I, I didn't say it right, but you know what I'm talking about. All right, so let us share this. Okay. I'm going to be like, you know, I'm just not sure. Make sure I did the right thing here. Uh, 
All right, so we are I'm, uh, asking for fair use. This is a transformative work and we're educating the public and critiquing the video we are sharing. This is covered under fair use and allowable by law. So I'm gonna skip it up a bit. Now, if you look at the title, I'm gonna get to where, like in here, like he described, they basically, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll source the video, but they basically describe the technique and, and their experience of using it. And, you know, um, Eric Bischoff, I believe it is, you know, pretty much uh, explains how, um, how bad he was at it about doing the, the fakes, the, the, you know, doing it. And here it says Eric Bischoff and J Bischoff and Jeff Jarrett think Will Smith slapping Chris Rock was a work. All right, a work is a reference to staging a slap, basically. Uh, a work is a pre-rehearsed stage fight, and a shoot is when it's real. Uh, all right, so that is one, uh, you know, that that's just part of the the, the, um, the lingo that, that they use. And... Um, and then also, um, you know, we're going to get to it when the head moves backwards by Chris Rock, because he kind of if you watch um, Chris Rock's head snap, it, it's almost like his head goes farther than, you know, the hit would warrant. And that's called writing the punch. All right. So um, I'm going to I'm going to start to play this. Now, this is the part where they really start to get into the video and analyze it. Marketing platform for movies that have already come out. That's why they exist. It's very political. It's nonsense. It's nothing more than a marketing platform. Like, the music, like the music shows. They play their hits exactly and have, the have another run. Well, Okay, they're basically saying that the Academy Awards is a marketing platform. Why did exactly. I really connect that? Okay, we can, you and I can babble on and on and on because we will. We both like to talk way too much. <laughs> so to you know, to protect ourselves from each other, let's take a look at the tape, and then we'll we'll call for a breakdown when we feel it's necessary. Yeah. Now, so far, to me, things are looking good. Steve, roll that bloody tape, will you? Stop right there. Stop right there. Okay, if we can rewind, and I know, you know, that may be a little practical, but let's get a look on Jada Pinkett's face when that joke landed. She didn't look upset to me. She just looked like, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that. Let's see it. Now, supposedly, that's the flashpoint, Jeff. Supposedly, that's a flashpoint where, according to the, the, the people that are breaking, breaking this down, broken this down, that's the point where Will, right now, right here, as we're looking at it, where Will Smith goes, oh, my gosh, my wife has been offended. Now I'm pissed off. She looks bored. He's having fun. So are the people around him. I'm calling bullshit right from the get-go. Act one went right down the table. Yes. I don't know if you're going to roll it, uh, Steve, but just the whole thing. They're on the front row, and I know he's up for best actor, but the camera shots, is, everybody's in on this. All this right. Is, Let's roll ahead. the tape. Roll the tape. <laughs> that was 
Their volume. All right, look at that. Okay, stop right here. Stop right here. Oh, you went a little too far. I know timing is everything here, and I know it's difficult, Steve. But Jeff, if 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 you said to me, Eric, I'm coming up the I'm coming up the ramp, and I'm going to slap you in the face, and I want you to sell it, would you would expect me to feed you my chin about like this, put my hands behind my back, get a big old smile on my face, and just get ready to take that thing, right? It's a hell of a heel move. He's telling the joke about the man's wife. They think Chris Rock's going to be the heel. I don't think they predicted this uh, uh, this response the following 24 hours, but it's exactly that. He, Steve, can you back this up from the time Will Smith stands up? Watch his walk on stage. And watch Chris's response. If a guy is coming up on stage, you're at least either going to attack or back up. He took a step like, all right, let me feed. Come yep. On. There's the feed right there. The feed with the left foot. <laughs> See, now, now this, that part stands out to me that he, he didn't like, here's somebody coming on stage. Uh, you know, he has no inclination to think that he's going to be aggressive, but he actually steps forward. Like he does the feed, like he braces himself to get hit is what there is basically what they're saying. If that is not a sell, I don't care if you were backstage selling fucking hot dogs or taking tickets just because you, you were back backstage. The, you, don't know, you don't know shit. That is a feed if I've ever seen a feed. Uh, here we go. Back up, back up. Because I want, this is the Zapruder film. The back into the left spot of this. I love that, is, that they call it. This is a, a superior film. That's just so funny to me. And they're going to say it more than once. You'll see. Uh, it should be stepped with the left on this. Back up, back up. All right, here we go. Watch it. Whoa. No, he's already squinting now. See, he he's already, he was already squinting. Like, he knew he was going to get hit. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. This is... This oh, that is so, so bad. <laughs> Back up even more. Back up. Oh, now. Watch. Okay. Roll it. Watch it. Oh, I'm going to stand. I got to put all my weight on my front left. Whoa. Whoa. Now, we don't have a close-up shot. I've seen a couple close-up shots today from other television networks, basically international television networks. Hats off to Will Smith. And, and Chris takes two to dance. But Will Smith reached way the hell back. Almost scratched his wife's head, the bald head. Ha! And threw that big right hand and barely touched Rock with the tips of Chris Rock with the tips of his fingers. It's the follow through. It's the follow through. He made it look like he was Serena Williams swinging. Just driving. That's like an overhead smash. They're just a hell of a right out of here. Watch this. Here. Watch this. Boom. Look at the finish. It's the finish that people see. Right? Yeah. And he knew he was he was facing a hard camera. Oh boy. Oh, look at the, and hit him with the tips of his fingers. Now. Oh. The Bruder film doesn't have anything on us. This is crazy. <laughs> it's more. No. That's, man, they're selling a lot of King Richard downloads coming up. That's for damn sure. And, and I'll tell you what. 
what I've researched is Will Smith is about six foot, 200, 210 pounds. Chris Rock is 5'8", 165. Jeff, I've been slapped pretty hard by people bigger than me. I've been slapped pretty hard by people a lot smaller than me. And when you get tagged in the side of face, you're not going to come back with a joke, right? I mean, it, it rocks you. It doesn't knock your teeth out, but it rattles you. It definitely rattles you. And he had he, he delivered the line on cue. And this is another thing. I went to a breakfast meeting. They were all talking about it. And I said something that everybody was I said, guys, you know what they do for a living? They're both comedians by trade, and they're both actors. Well, how about that? Because the guy kept saying, oh, no, it's real. It's real. I said, what? No, no, let me let, let me let me take this. Now, let's dig a little deeper. We're going to go on. Oh, boy. Here, here we go. Now, Chris Rock. Didn't he do a little gimmick in TNA? Oh, he sure did. Had a stake. So well, doesn't doesn't he know a little bit? Hey, we can get in the ring. We can do. We can make this look real, but it's really not. For right? sure. Will and, Smith came to a, a, a WCCW show in Dallas two years ago in San Antonio. The first time I met Will Smith in DJ Jazzy F. There, yes, of course. So so now we know that they know the value of sports entertainment and creating a situation that may be true, may not be true. Are you kidding me? This is so obvious to me. <laughs> it's so obvious. And the, the most obvious, now I don't know if Steve Kaufman was able to find this or not. I gave him a heads up, but it may be hard to find. I saw an interview with, no, it wasn't even an interview. It was supposed to be a behind the scenes thing with Chris Rock after this incident went down. It was the most bogus shit I've ever seen. Oh boy. Tell me about it. It makes the worst. No, actually, I'm not going to bust it that bad. It was just so transparent. Like it's like all of a sudden we're backstage. Chris Rock is getting changed. He's, you know, the, the incident has already happened. He's got a security team around him. They're trying to settle him down. I'm sorry, I just saw you laughing about this shit on TV a minute ago, but now he's supposedly backstage and he's hot. Then he, you know, they're trying to settle him down, and he said, "Now I'm going to go find him." I'm going to find Will Smith. He's going to not going to disrespect me in front of my family and my children. I'm going to go find him. And he goes off and he's calling him out. He's walking around like a backstage area where there's no one else at. Just like Will Smith is in a locker room, like three doors down from him or some bullshit. No, he's calling him out. Like he wants to whip his butt, you know, in the dressing room. Yeah. That's so wrestling like though, isn't it? If you think about it, I mean, if it's not real, you know, if, if it is staged that he's doing that, it just feels like it's a production. It was just so transparent, but here's what amazes me. People are buying into this passionately. passionately. Anyway, that, that's pretty it, much what, you know, I just, I just wanted to show you guys um, cause now they're just going to talk about it for a while. Uh, you know, what their argument was. And uh, after I've, I've seen these things, it's just, it just makes me wonder, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that, Oh yeah, it's it's. I, I totally believe that it's fake. I I, I, I but I, I have to say that in my gut, I feel like it's not real. Like now, now after watching that, and then looking at Soup Duck saying what he said, and then looking at the um, 
writer and creator of uh, you know the series Entourage and their initial reactions. Well, okay, first of all, these people are in the entertainment business, right? So they should have an eye about what's real and not real because they are part of uh, you know creating the pretend you know creating a fan a, a, an illusion anyways a story an illusion you believe it's real when we look at movies and we see the things that we do visually with our eyes even though we know that those things don't happen in our real reality they look so real that that we have a suspended sense of belief for a while and you know you know that actors and you know uh i mean even when you do stage plays you know you you, you do the fake fighting there's a even in even in the high school department area you know how to pretend like you have conflict and drama you know pretend gunshots although sometimes pretend gunshots become real gunshots but people really do get hurt on the set but it just doesn't look organic to me i just i just find like that whole thing when chris rock like steps forward when he comes near him like i just don't think that that's i mean obviously you know somebody like okay if somebody inappropriately takes the stage while you're still on it and you're doing jokes and you can visit like as a comedian when you know that you've insulted somebody in the audience, especially when they're sitting up in the front row, you know what their face looks like right away. Most of us are really sensitive. My, I used to be married to a comic. My ex-husband used to like, if he saw like some, there would be this person in the front going, you know, or just, you know, or, or whatever. And then like, you, and, and I, I would even see that person and I would just ignore him. Like, just don't look at that. Just don't look at them. They do not represent the rest of the audience. They do not represent the rest of the audience because you could be doing really great out there. People could just be loving you, but this one person in the front's just looking at you going, right? So you know when you say either the person in the front doesn't like you, they don't like your hair, they don't like the way you speak, they don't like the fact that you're a chick or a dude or whatever. They, they're, they're maybe they had a bad day. Who knows? But they're giving you. But sometimes you can tell if you say something and you really insulted them. And sometimes the person in the front row would tell you that they felt felt that you insulted them. And let's say that person got up on stage after they you thought that you insulted them. Would your instinct be, oh, let me lean forward. Let me lean forward and let the do smack me. Like you would be like, uh, you know, but again, Will Smith isn't a regular guy. He's a celebrity. He was nominated for best actor. You know, maybe, you know, we, we give those people extra permission because they are who they are, you know? And, and, and a lot of people feel that way. Like, oh, Will Smith is just going to walk around with not, without being punished for it. Well, he wouldn't be punished for it if it was all staged and they don't want to come clean about it. You know, like I posted this on Facebook and a friend of mine said, you know, oh, well, I hear that Will, you know, Chris Rock is, um, you know, going to sue him for $2 million or something like that. I Googled it. You know, I said, you know, I briefly before the show and i'm seeing that yeah no he's not so far i'm seeing that he's not suing him you know he's you know okay so he resigned from the academy you know what he could always like sign back up for it well the academy is going to take you know repercussions on him 
Okay, so well, well, let's see if he actually really suffers or not. You know, who's suffering from it? Who's suffering from it? I feel like the public is suffering from it, and uh, and and uh, you know the the fact that it's gone into like a you know council culture. Uh, it's 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 brought in all these types of other types of sentiments. Like oh, don't 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 make fun of this and don't make fun of that. And you know everybody's getting all judgmental. Like oh, he did a joke. You know what? I've had this conversation with people. Oh, well, you know, he, like, some people think that, that like, yeah, he was a man. That's what men do. You just, you know, defend your, you defend your woman. If a guy insults your wife's hair, you know, you go up and you beat the shit out of him. Cause that's what men do. We were going to fight the honor of the women, you know? And, and, you know, I don't mean to emasculate any men or anything like that, but I think it's pretty presumptuous that you think a woman can't take a joke about their hair. You know, that, that, that is if, you know, and, and I made this argument about, about Jada, you know, if Jada was really self-conscious about alopecia and her disease, she would have like worn a wig or she would have gotten, you know, there's so many different ways to, to make it look like you have hair, you know, you know, and it was the Academy Awards, you know, she could have had it more in a head wrap, a beautiful head wrap, you know, whatever. But she was rocking it, which means she was making a statement. I'm this hot that it doesn't matter what I wear, whether I'm wearing, you know, the drapes from the, from, from the, you know, Gone with the Wind and whether or not my head, I'm shaving my head bald. I'm that hot. And guess what, Will Smith? Younger men are still going to want me, even when I don't have my hair. I mean, you know, to me, I see her as being like an empowered woman who calculated. Look, when you go to the Kemi Awards, when you go do a, a red carpet event, you have calculated what you're going to look like and what you're representing, you know, what your image is. Don't think for one second that she was not intentional not to, to, to not to not wear hair. Don't 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 think for a second that she didn't have any other options of what to look like when she went to the Academy Awards. She was rocking that look, look on purpose and she was making a statement. If you're that confident, you shouldn't have to roll your eyes at your husband when you get a joke. And the only way that that would have been mean would be if Chris Rock knew beforehand that she had alopecia. And right now, I'm not seeing any proof that that's what he did. And if it was inside like that, then why did Chris Rock laugh at it at first? And it wasn't until she looked, he looked at her, his, her, his wife that he had that reaction. Look, we're not going to sit here at like as a you know you know as as the you know the viewing public and go oh yeah he's defending his wife and that's the way it should be like that's the standard like as if like yeah you know what 
go ahead and let men open the door for you. And then like, go ahead and let them, you know, and, and if you want, you know, pop whatever man, you know, go after whatever man that insults her too, because he doesn't like, you know, her, her, her hairdo or a joke or a comedian is like telling your wife who's heckling them to shut up or whatever. I'm just using these examples. Like, where does this go to? And it's really more about our reaction to this than it is about, I think, even the, the real incident. And if we have, if this incident is in any way, shape, or form is fake, then we are manipulated in some way, whether we realize it or not. And if it's fake, then should somebody be held responsible for doing that to us? These are the questions that I have. So, hi, Ben. So I want to see what some of you guys are saying here. Oh, Charles, you have hair, Ben. That rubber skull cap ain't fooling anyone. <laughs> Hi, Kate Schneider. Okay. Um, you guys are fun. Okay, Charles, let's see what Charles says. And you, Ben, how's the organic garden? So uh, Ben, the JR Porter has a channel too. Um, gosh, I wish I had a link here. If you want to, Ben, you could go ahead and share the link to your channel. Um, so if anybody wants to check out Ben, please do. I don't I don't have moderators, uh, you know, like Steven does, like Sixth Sense, who gives everybody's uh, channel out that shows up. But maybe, maybe that's for the future. Um, by the way, you want a first? Okay. Um, let's see. All those Bill Ryans walking around Ben, every single one of them is Bill Ryan. Okay. Red chillin'. Hell of a hat. Thank you. I'm wearing a hat. I'm wearing a hat. And if I, for some reason, you know, lose my hair, which I hope hopefully doesn't happen to me, but what if I did? I would wear a wig. I would, I would, I would just go wig crazy and just wear whatever color I wanted and whatever style I wanted, and I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't go bald though, because I don't have an even head. Like my head is like not like I know I wouldn't look good bald. You know, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to rock that look, per se. <laughs> Thank you for liking my hat. I want to get another one, like another another color. Um, I'm kind of a hat person. I, I like I like uh, I like hats a lot. I do. Ooh, don't do that. That was a, an attractive thing happening with my chin there. Um, not my rabbit hole, but Terry Joyce. They wouldn't put it in the National Choir if it wasn't true. That's hey, you know. You know, they have those hats with the hair underneath it. Yeah, somebody said, oh, you're just wearing a hat with the hair underneath it. I do. I have had, I have tried some of those hats. Um, I don't know where they are right now, but they're okay. They're, you know. All right. So uh, there's something else. Uh, it's about 317. I, I guess I've, I'm, I've almost done an hour show, but, oh, you know what? Because I don't have as much, like, this is kind of just, sort of an off the cuff day. 
Um, I wanted to do a live stream about this. I Okay, so let me um, turn you guys on to a, a couple of things, and then I'm going to show another video uh, that I think you guys are going to get a big kick out of. Uh, that is not necessary, is not really related to this topic, but if you've been watching my show, you'll know uh, the person, the, the situation that I'm showing here, and um, I'm, I'm wanting to have a little bit of fun with it. All right, so I want to turn you on a few things. Um, I'm on Spotify. I uploaded another video about this, but it's it's just audio. And so I'm talking about, um, I was talking about this video, the wrestling video, and I talk about, um, you know, uh, I, I play the sound version of Snoop Dogg on the red carpet talking about um, his opinion. And it's about 30 minute rant. It's on Spotify and I have a poll on there and I, I guess I should um, maybe pull that up and put it in the chat too. Uh, I have a poll that um, that I um, actually ask people um, on, on the, on the video or on the um, live, the broadcast itself on Spotify. And you can listen to this on, um, you can listen to this on um, here. I'm going to put this in the chat. Here is the the you know I, I it's called it was a slap the the um, slap even real, and I'll make sure that this is in the description. I'll, I'll add this to the description of the video later. But it's just a thirty minute um, listening show. You can listen to Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Um, if you haven't aren't following me on Sp uh, Spotify, please do or RSS my show there because I do upload things that I normally do not share. Um, uh, here. Uh, one of those things is um, an interview uh, that is um, from the basis project of uh, Miles Johnston that is the alleged drunken video. I've got the first half up on Spotify and then I will have the second half um, by this weekend uh, to observe there too. That's another thing. Uh, sometimes I do just crossover footage on different topics and so um, that's another place that you can find me at. And I also am going to do a little self-plug um, on myself right now. I wanted, um, you know, I, I always feel self-conscious when it comes to this because I've got to get better at um, talking about my Patreon. Um, but this is the uh, Not My Rabbit Hole Media. And uh, I, I'm really going to retool this. I'm, I'm going to really call it the Terry Joyce College Fund. Uh, I'm, I'm in a situation where um, I'm, I'm going back to college. I'm a journalism major and I'm actually, there's a topic that I've actually pitched to my uh, professor at the college uh, that really kind of pertains to this world. Uh, and I'm wanting to do an article on uh, suicide trolling. And, uh, and, and I pitched it and uh, my, um, my um, instructor uh, said that she felt that I should make it an essay and uh, submit it to the Huffington Post and, uh, you know, possibly uh, BuzzFeed. And so I got really excited about that. And I, I am in a program in school where I have special housing that I have to have like a part-time job or show some sort of income uh, in order to stay in the program. And I'm, I'm, my cutoff is actually the 15th. I have been applying for part-time work uh, also to fulfill that responsibility responsibility. Um, they do uh, subsidize, subsidize my rent, but I'm actually looking for um, 
I'd like to make this my part-time job really in the end while I am finishing my bachelor's. Right now I'm, I'm close to getting my AA, but I got a couple more years after this. So I'm starting the Terry Joyce College Fund uh, on my... Um, Okay, on my uh, on my Patreon, and so there's the link. Um, I've got one ninety nine, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine. And with my Patreon, I'm promising at least one live stream here on YouTube, uh, one upload on my Spotify, and uh, one blog post on the Not My Rabbit Hole blog, which I have also ignored. Um, so I'm looking. This is just one aspect of my monetization plan of what I'm doing here on YouTube. But I just wanted to throw that out there. That is in the link. And if you, um, you know, for some reason you want to look for it, it's patreon.com forward slash not my rabbit hole is where uh, you can uh, you can find that at. Okay, so enough about that. So let's get to the point. <laughs> um, I found a pretty fun video that somebody made of um, Lee Veltman and OG Wan, and they put some uh, they put some music to it. Now, if you don't know who Lee Veltman is, speaking of suicide trolling, Lee Veltman uh, has uh, been uh, pretty much trolling. Uh, a lot of uh, different people's channels over over time. And uh, a lot of women have come forward, a few women, not say a lot, a few, like two or three different women have come forward and felt, have claimed that he has basically stalked them or pressured them to give them their phone number. Uh, I know that I, at one point, had given my phone number back in 2018, um, and at some point, I stopped trusting Lee, and I blocked him from all of my social media, including YouTube. He is known as a regular in a lot of different chat rooms and also uh, peripherally associated with the activities of Buanon. All right. So, um, you know, if you've you've probably you may be aware of, you know, some of the drama that um, that I have um, pointed out, but it was seen or pointed out to me um, about a, about a month or so ago that he was uh, going in my chat rooms with sock puppet accounts and uh, that there were other people in my channel who knew that he was in there. And, um, and, and so it, it's not uncommon. People know that he does this. All right. So, um, and OG one has called out Lee Veltman. So you're going to see the two guys, but this is an edit, very funny one, I think. And it's got some groovy music behind it. The guy, I think he's like, maybe even, I'm not sure, but it looks like he's lighting a blunt a little bit and uh, playing it and just kind of, you know, doing this montage back and forth of Lee Veltman and OG one cut clip. And the, the good news is, is that the music is in 432 Hertz. So, um, you know, we're actually uh, upgrading our frequency, I guess, while we're looking at it. Word vomit Lee. Okay. Yes. Yeah, see, you know, here we go. He's a donkey. Okay. Yes. Okay. So let's, let's just sit back and, um, and enjoy this. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to share, we're going to, we're going to have some fun here. Um, okay. Wait, I've got it. I've got to, I got to do one more thing. I got to, 
I got to fix this here before I share it. I got to take it off this one. Okay. And here it is. All right. So this is a guy named, um, um, it, it, it's called throwback. The channel is, um, Scrubble shift skin. <laughs> okay. And, um, I am going to start it. It, it starts maybe a little slow in the beginning. Okay. Like, but it's, it, it'll, it'll start to pick. It'll start to pick up. Oh God. Okay. I just, sorry. I'm already, I'm, I'm laughing at it already. You know, <laughs> wait, just one more thing. I just want to make, I want to make sure I did that right because I, I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this really good. Okay, here we here we go. Here we go. I, I saw this. I kept laughing. I just I got I go I got I got I got to share this. Let's go, Jesus, Scotty Jesso. Why don't you go tell Jamie the luck? We're talking smack. I want to see Jamie in the chat room. I want to see Scooby Doom. I want to see a lot of people. No, no. Yeah, yeah, I know they're cowards. Yeah, they're just cowards. The keyboard warriors sometimes are in the chat room. They want to run their mouth. Run your mouth. Go tell everybody we're over here talking a little smack. And don't worry, Donut. Me and you will have words for the rest of this month. Dude, every time I see you... I'm going to be playing with you now. You want to play? Let's. All right, it's going to pick up here in a minute, though. It's weird how he has that. Look at his face. There Warriors he is. sometimes are in the chat room. They want to run their people. <laughs> Don't ever turn up, like, you know, it's, um, it's Yeah, I know they're cow cowards. He's got yeah, this. Keyboard warriors sometimes are in the chat room. Keyboard warriors sometimes are in the chat room. They want. He's got like Elvis thing going up with his lip on one side, right? Run their mouth, run your mouth. Go tell everybody we're over here talking a little smack. <laughs> this guy's having such a great song. He's like cracking up. Crack me up. <laughs> oh, this is fucking great. Hey, don't worry, Donut. Me and you will have words for the rest of this month. Dude, every time I see you, I'm going to be playing with you now. You want to play? We'll have words for the rest of this month. Dude, every time I see you, I'm going to be playing with you. I just keep thinking, like, I got, like, this dude actually, like, like has sock puppet accounts. Like he, 
this guy has been trailing me. Like, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it gets a good spot. I might have like got a little bit <laughs> See you. I'm going to be playing with you now. You want to play? Let's play the game. <laughs> playing this game with Frank Bacon for three years now. Frank Bacon, is that like six degrees of separation from Kevin? Like Frank Bacon, Francis Bacon. And he's going to say Frank Bacon a few times here. <laughs> yep, he's been on the Opperman show. Dude, every time I see you, I'm going to be playing with you now. You want to play? Let's play the game. Been playing this game with Frank Bacon for three years now. Thank you. I'm going to be playing with you now. You want to play? Let's play the game. Been playing this game with Frank Bacon. Yep, that's Jolly Bridge Murder's boy. Playing this game with Frank Bacon. I wonder if Robin Eaglesong's gonna interview him again soon. I can't wait. For three years now. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is the thing, you know, it's, um, you know, I'm sitting there joking about it. Uh, this is this is the thing, you know. It's um, you know, I'm sitting there joking about it and stuff, but it, it's people's experiences on there, man. It's easy. I'm, I'm pretty easy, though. I'm not going to tell anyone my trigger buttons, but you know, there's certain things that fucking trigger me, man. You know, it's uh, can't help it. Everyone's got their different fucking trigger points from their um, experiences. <laughs> A call for an uprising. Faces like the sun. Urban disciples and freaking vigilant Christian are dumbasses. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> it's like. And then his lip curls. He's so they're dumbasses. A call for an uprising. Faces like the sun. Can't help it. Can't help it. A call for. Having a bunch of bookshelves behind you with books is not going to make you look smarter. Uprising, <laughs> <laughs> faces like the sun, urban disciples. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's your whistleblower for the teen abuse industry. Well, I'm not going to tell anyone my trigger buttons, but you know, there's certain things that fucking trigger me, man. You know, it's. Uh... Faker real is Lee Veltman a whistleblower for the teen abuse industry. A call for an uprising. Faces like the sun, urban disciples, and freaking vigilant Christian are dumbasses. <laughs> 
Wow, he's like he doesn't like you know. I I know a call from an uprising. I, I guess is he anti-religious, anti-Christian? Is that it, Lee? Are you? Is what's happening here? What's happening? Uh, this is fucking hilarious. It is hilarious. Well, I mean, whatever they, what, I'm not quite sure they stick, you know, it's a fake question stuff, but what they've done to say it's meant to mean that's fucking up again for me. I know that. I, I will support the Seder twins and everything they do. I like what they do. I will support the Seder twins and it like i will support the satyr twins i like what they do like he he's it's like he has this predisposed authority like his opinion about anything on the you know these are shows on youtube lee come on calm down calm down everything they do <laughs> I know that. I I will support the Seder twins and everything they do. I don't. Oh, will you support me? Look at that. Look at that. Oh my God, that's like a rat. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like what they do. They do. I like what they do. Sure. Yes. Yeah, um, you know. I, I... Sure. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I, I, I like, I've got nothing against anyone that has faith. You know, if you, like I said this before, if you've got like a little religious faith or something, you know, and it gets you through hard times and stuff like that, or it you know, makes you improve your life. And you, 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 I don't know where Chief and Wolf do they This before, if you've got like a little religious, got like a little religious faith or something, you know, and it gets you. I've got nothing against anyone that has faith, you know. If you like, I've said this before. If you've got like a little religious faith or something, you know, and it gets you through hard times and stuff like that, or it, you know, it makes you improve your life. And you, you, you I don't know where Treach and Wolf went to. They ran away because they were <laughs> trusting the plan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know where Treach and Wolf went to. They ran away because they were trusting the plan. Okay, so they say he's independently wealthy. So does this is this what is this what happens to you when you don't have to worry about money when you don't have any goals? I mean, like obviously he's talking about Villanon, right? I mean, we know that reference. Anyone that has faith, you know, if you like I've said this before, if you've got like a little religious faith or something, you know, it gets you through hard times and stuff like that, or it, you know, it makes you improve your life. And you, you... 
I mean, there's, it's interesting that the, that the religion thing is coming up and then in context to the channels that he was putting down, this discussion is interesting. This mix is interesting. I don't know where Creech and Wolf went to. They ran away because they were trusting the plan. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I don't look at people like that. <laughs> They trigger. They trigger, young man. <laughs> I'm the one who does the triggering. <laughs> no, but it See, is. I'm the one who does the triggering. Ha 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 ha. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, Lee. You do trigger. He thinks it's funny. Okay, so anyway, I'm going to I'm going to stop it there. I mean, that was like Sorry, I just kind of had to indulge a little bit. <laughs> OG tore him a new one. <laughs> he does trigger mostly himself. Um I guess this is what happens when you don't have to work. I you know, maybe, you know, I you know, who knows, but here's another thing that I wanted to uh Let's go to my, um, where's my, uh, let's see, my banners, my brand. Okay. That, yeah. Because there's a couple videos I want to see now. Now, apparently, I mean, this is what, uh, okay, here, here it is. Oh, that's the background. Okay. You get to the core of a problem. I've learned these The mic is mute muted. Why is the mic muted? Hold on. Um. You get to the core of a problem. I've learned these tools. I've learned these tools. Let me talk. <laughs> this is my favorite. Hold on. You get to the core of a problem. I've learned these tools. I've learned these tools. Let me talk! To be able to attack people and to bring out their inner side. When you establish a straw man and start doing these tactics, it's it's psychological warfare. It's fine. It is... Psychological warfare, it's fine. Seems like it's been a bit of a bad time for Lenny Feltman lately. And rightly so. Yeah, you know, I support what this channel's doing, for sure. But, um, don't stop there. So I'm going to join in next. You I'm need to do a post-analysis, man. Listen, listen, you know what? I predict Lee Veltman just fucking all over the place, just fucking jizzing. <laughs> just jizzing. Buckle up. That's it. It's going to be a wild ride, ladies and gentlemen. And Jiggy. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be. Oh, I'm taking my yeah. pants off. Ah. It's been a roller coaster yeah. since day one, baby. <laughs>
uh, you know, because that was kind of like an intro to another sh show that I put up there. But I just wanted to show you that, you know, the fact that, you know, Lee Veltman made that statement about the psychological warfare. That's an edited piece from another channel. I mean, I sourced it on, on the other video and everything. And um, just the fact that CW Chanter is, you know, saying Lee Veltman is, you know, just jizzing everywhere uh, with his fake sock puppet accounts, I'm assuming. Uh, I just I just find it all kind of bizarre sometimes. This is maybe the mood I'm in today. I'm just like, uh-huh, like, like what's happening? It's just, it's just we all know who he is. Uh, you know, we know that they congregate together and they just pick on people online and everything and but it's like, why? It's like, it's like, it's like analyzing the uh, the Will Smith and the Chris Rock slap. You know, if it's fake, then why? And if we can't figure out why, well, then it must be real, right? So, you know, if you if you're if you're looking at Lee Veltman and Jolly Bridgewater and some of these people that target people on the internet. They pretty much just do shows only to harass somebody, whoever their harass the person of their choice is when they're getting together. They will show up in people's chat rooms while they are live streaming and purposely trigger that person and then laugh about it later because they'll know something personal about the person, the host or whatever. They know what to say to somebody. Like it's not just like, Oh, you know, regular insults, like stock insults. They, it's like they've studied the person. They know something personal about you that upsets you. And then they'll show up in that person's chat room and then, you know, say that thing to that person. And then when the person gets upset and they overreact, then they laugh because they think it's funny. And then it makes the person look like they're nutty because they're reacting to something that people may not realize why they're so upset about these people. And they, and it, it's like, they think it's funny. Like it's a game and, and really like what I'm showing you, like, okay, that was fun. I'm laughing and this and that. But when you really watch, watch those little clips you can see like the attitude that Lee has that you know about his opinions and they're angry about people and there's an anger an aggression that does come out of his self energetically so you know like I, it could be I mean one could logically say that you know, uh, Lee Veltman will asphyxiate on a person for whatever reason. Like, like maybe they got associated with Buenon at one point in their life, or maybe they bought into some conspiracies or they believe certain things that are on the, on the internet. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I am one of those people that have kind of gone through the gauntlet on, you know, trying to figure out what I what I think is real and not real. And, you know, I, I think what's different when I about this article that I'm wanting to write or this book I'm wanting to write about this period of time, this experience of 
you know, being a media person and then getting involved with a certain type of media that goes down in a lingo where they call we're going down the rabbit hole and we're going to, you know, figure out what's real. Like, why? I mean, even the show I did today kind of like exemplifies sort of what I've been feeling about a lot of things in the world. Like, is that real or not real? Is, 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 you know, fiction a greater than fantasy? I mean, when you think about it, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually working, you know, I've, I've been talking about this persuasion speech that I've been working on. Like the first speech I did, I have uploaded here in my persuasion class and I'm delving into the topic of the, did the, did Nazis make contact with extraterrestrials? Even when you think about it, because that little, you know, did they or didn't they kind of thing is sort of at the precipice of like the genesis of what we want to believe the super soldier program to be, be, you know, that there was an operation paperclip, that there was a, you know, that there's mind control, you know, that blank, blank, blank. And then so you get into all these other different theories of like, well, why did they have a super soldier program? Because they wanted to create the Uber man. Right. Well, when I did the speech, I just did like three different perspectives on the topic. I didn't even get into the super soldier thing because, you know, uh, because I, but because the goal of of this of, of the exercise was not to take to try to persuade somebody one way or another, but to just give the three perspectives. Now, now um, I have to choose one way or the other. And at first I thought, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, I'm going to try to pr prove it as being real. But as I tried to prove it as being real, I couldn't find, I'm going to be honest with you. I couldn't find enough evidence that convinced, I think that other people would be convinced enough to think that it was true. And I know you might sit back because, you know, because many of us that are, you know, that you're, in this, you, you might be watching me because I did explore those things and everything like that. And so we're already up to date on a lot of this information. And, it, you know, we've watched the basis project. We've watched, we, we've tried to learn, you know, we've watched ancient aliens and all the different episodes that they did about, you know, Nazis in the Antarctic and Nazis and the aliens and, you know, you know, all of that, because like, why do we even think it? Because even our own, you know, media has put that out there into like our consciousness. But the one thing that gets in the way for me about all of this is that before any of this started back in 1876, there was a writer named Edward uh, Lytton who was known for coining the phrase, the pen is mightier than the sword that guy wrote a book about the real. It was called The Power of the Coming Race. And in it, it describes, it's science fiction. It's a science fiction novel, but it described everything. You know, the, you know, the, the Atlantean race in the hollow earth that was like, you know, angel-like, angel-like, angelic, you know, but also it, be it became like the prototype of the, the Uberman and then the Superman thing. And you, you see where I'm going with this? So it came out of the fiction pace. And I can't totally get over that right now. I can't, like for me as a person, 
I'm, I'm having an issue with the science fiction novel aspect. Now, I know a lot of science fiction novels have pretty much in many ways come true. Especially Philip Dick is really hanging there as, as you know, just about like minority port, all of it. Yeah. And some people go, well, did the writer get a download? Because, you know, you, you talk about like, where, where do you get inspired from? Is it be, you know, Tesla got a download of things. Apparently they say, you know, when you come up with inventions or whatever, because the thing about thoughts just being in the ethos, like, oh, you know, um, you know, a bunch of people created the microscope all at the same time, but one of them was able to get the patent. You know, even like Charles Darwin was not the first one to come up with the, you know, theory of the origin of the species. There was also another guy, a Wallace, Edward Wallace, I believe it was. Last name is Wallace. I'm not sure if the first name is Edward. But so, you know, I have a problem also. Like, even if I, I haven't totally said, no, there's no Nazi connection. Something happened. I mean, especially like the flying saucer thing and the technology and like all of a sudden they just went up really fast in technology. Where did that technology come from? Then you have the real society with um, Maria Osisic or Osis with the long, they had the long, the psychics with the long hair and the whole thing about the ha your hair bringing in your psychic energy. And, you know, then it went into the Thule Society. Like there was a whole like new age movement that came out of this science fiction book, really, you know, the genesis of it. Then it went into something else to the mystics. Then it went in, you know, and then somehow that, was said to have influenced Hitler to do what he did. Now, what I think is weird, and I've always thought this, whenever you look at footage of, you know, Hitler, that people are screaming like he's the Beatles or something. Like, what did he do or what did he say to these people at that time to win that much um, adoration like that? Because we don't, we don't see a president like that here, really. And I've always wondered, like, is it sound? Like, is was there a sound frequency that made people go nuts? Or they often say that, you know, um, like th there was, um, oh, I just watched this movie. It was um, the Anna Delby story. I, I, it's on. It's on Netflix. It's about the uh, uh, the Russian uh, young woman that came over and she took over the whole New York scene and scammed all these rich people and everything like that. Um, there was this uh it's it, it's almost like because you you believe something to be true you know that people just kind of adopt that it that it is um god how did i lose my i lost my train of thought there for a second on that on the movie anyways i'm going on a tangent about something else like like i said it's not like it's not like I haven't just thrown it away, like, you know, just between you guys. It's not like I, I, I can prove that Nazis didn't make contact with extraterrestrials. It's just more the fact that I can't prove that they had where I can, like, you know, convince myself to try to convince other people. 
you know, and, and so I'm choosing to do the opposite of it, you know, like, like all of, like, if you're doing something collegiate, and I know I'm talking about just co the collegiate world, cause that's, it's really a class assignment. You've got to have references of, you can't, you can't reference Wikipedia or you can't, it has to be something like the Pew Research Institute or something like people surveyed so many people and they think that blank so many aliens might be or whatever. It's got to be like a cultural analysis, you know, or real proof that maybe they actually really existed, but really I mean, you guys, we can all sit about all day and say, oh, yeah, I think I have alien DNA or, you know, yeah, you know, there are people who have are experiencers that claim to have like had contact. And I know that a lot of us, a lot of people here are in this community and those of us that have explored this topic, the reason why we explore it is because we look at things and we go, well, this isn't really real. This is like, is, is this an illusion that I like, I can create on my, I can brand myself on my, um, on my, on my Instagram. I can, I can brand myself that I am, you know, uh, blank, 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 or it looks like blank or my filter makes me look, a, a, you know, a little bit more, you know, a, a slightly, a, a slightly better me than it's actually me in my augmented reality creation. Like where's the real person at in all of this is, 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 is my point. Like we, you can make, we can make anything up. So what's the real truth? I mean, obviously we know that we took, you know, scientists from Nazi scientists to Operation Paperclip. We can definitely confirm that. We know that these heinous crimes happened, you know, with Joseph Mangula and this and that, but we really can't confirm that Joseph Mangula has like figured out like life, you know, he's already, you know, able to, you know, age digress himself. And so he's still in existence today because like Joseph Mangala hasn't come out and went, Hey, George Stephanopoulos, can you interview me? How about you book me after Alec Baldwin? Like we haven't had that happen. Like we haven't had somebody come out and you know officially say, cause people need official. The general population will never be able to be, I don't think convinced until some sort of military, whatever president, world leader or whatever comes out and admits that yes these extraterrestrials are here yes thor whatever his name is is really you know whatever i, I don't know valiant is really alive you know a real person here he is he's going to speak to us right now until that happens we will not have disclosure like we can give our money to all these people that you want to, to make all whatever documentaries. That's fine. You know, if you want a person to be a research or a theorist or an ancient alien, you know, astronaut theorist, that's going to be speaking on ancient aliens or Gaia or whatever, but we still don't know. We still don't know. We have personal testimonies. You know, we haven't pinned the tail on the donkey yet. And most collegiate types of documents do not officially confirm that the Nazis made contact. And the fact that there is a piece of science fiction written still makes me wonder because we can go back. Let's go back to War of the Worlds, which even like kind of wraps into this whole fake, is it a fake slap thing? Because when War of the Worlds was first read, 
on the radio by Orson Welles. They forgot to do the disclaimer saying this is a piece of fiction, but instead they just read it straight out and there was a percentage of the population that thought it was real and they were running for their lives or they, they left their homes. They got in a car and they went to go escape because they thought it was real. Now you can say, well, you know, as a society, we were a lot naive back then. Yeah, I know that if something like that happened to me and I, I would be able to identify that it was absolutely real and that it wasn't an acting job and that, you know, whatever. Because if you really wanted to go down the rabbit hole and come up with theories as to why there's a fake slap or not, you could go, well, you know what? Are, do the powers of being one a distraction because there's something else more heinous coming around the corner? You know, a friend of mine posted like pictures of like she goes to the Grammy every year. I think she's married to a famous musician, somebody who's a, that's in a, in a band, in a famous band, musician in a famous band. She gets to go to the, you know, the, the Grammys and she might volunteer or whatever. And she said not one person where there were no, absolutely no mask wearing anywhere going on anywhere in the Grammys. They had to wait in line for two hours and get tested. Everybody had to be tested before they go in, but nobody was wearing a mask. And yet we're confused in places. California has a bill where they're, they're maybe going to try to pass the, you know, a mandatory for everyone in this state, because the fact that they couldn't do it on the federal level with Joe Biden, they're going, okay, so now we can do it in the state level. And down the line, that's on the table, but they can still all go to the Grammys and not wear a mask. Like poof, like yesterday, like boom, it just it's all over. Like where it's so one other other spectrum that What are the rules anymore? Who has the rules and why? You know? Oh, so we can just culturally decide what it is, but it does that come in the form of Gavin Newsom? You know? I mean, <laughs> that's just a question I have about California. I kind of rambled off on that area. But I guess the point is, is that what what is what is it what's wag the dog like ben porter's been talking about wag the dog and how you know the whole movie is about like faking a reason to go to war with the music and the propaganda and all the colors and everything else i don't know if you've ever seen that movie but i might actually go ahead and rent it again or you know what take let, let me find out the name of the um of the movie that this the movie the, the, it's a brilliant i i, I Actually, I found I found this movie to be so sad, in a way. It, it, it was oddly oh, touching with like a Joaquin Phoenix about the, where he wanted to be a um, a rap singer, rapper movie. Okay, I, I I gotta get the title. I'm still here. Here it is. I, I want to show you this. Yep, I'm still here. Is 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 the name of the movie? I'm I'm, I'm going to pull an image for you. 
it is like unbelievable. I, 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 you know, and and he and he went in and and is an, and faked it for so long that I wonder if I could even get the um. I wonder if I could get the. Uh, I can show you the. Usually, I can actually show you the trailer. That's the movie. I'm still here. What? He. He acted in a documentary pretending to play a part. Did he really want to be a rap star? No, I don't think so. It, the whole thing was a ruse. How do we know what's real, really? I, that, that's my argument. How do we know what's real? Like, you know the conspiracy in Syria that was going on when some of that stuff was going on. And I was talking to people in Syria. They go, they would go, oh, yeah, we have videos that was staged. I, I don't know anymore. And now i got to be careful because, you know, we're getting into that topic of that. But I think maybe when I put it out there, like, I'm not sure the slap is real. I've seen it organically go there in some of the um, some of the responses on social media. So if I were to analyze my own social media, it does go there. It does. And um, and if anything, and I'm not I'm not saying one way or another. I'm not I because I I think it's important. You know, like I'm and I'm not you know, I'm just sharing what I think with you. I'm just throwing ideas out there. Like, what if? What if this? What if that? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? I'm not, I'm not saying anything, but I'm just trying to give a perspective that maybe it might be possible. That maybe the media makes us believe that the Nazis made contact with us extraterrestrials because people want to believe it because there's big money in it. You know, that they don't care if it's really true or not. All you have to have is somebody who's like really persuasive about a certain amount of research. And in theory, we want to believe it just like we want to believe how, you know, mankind and, and the, the origin of the species. Even those theories get revised over time with new information. And so are we getting new information or are we just getting another Hollywood red pill? I want to make a buck. And on that note, Millie Vanilli. Yes, Millie Vanilli. Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> okay, wait. This is, you guys got some interesting things. Okay. Um, okay. Cults have also formed around alien graves, but they are also inventions of the 19th century fiction. Tomorrow. Wow, you've got, that's a name. Purple Sweetgrass McGeehan. I might have said that in the last part, McGeehan. Exactly. It's, it's, it's actually part of our teachings about our ancestors as well as the petroglyphs and cave drawings. It is our stories passed down for our 100-year-old teachers. Well, you know what? That brings up that conversation of the art. Um, I was watching a video. It was on Joe Rogan's show, and they were, you know, looking at 
Um, that's a, I, I think I'm going to do a show about that, about the the spaceships in in the art and that argument. Um, so yeah. And, you know, back then, like, where would there be flying saucers like that? My wife and him are both sus. I married the youngest son of a Catholic Jesuit world leader and saw crazy as a kid to really crazy raising mine. Wow, I can imagine. That is the name. A goot one. A good one. <laughs> a goot one. I, okay, uh... I don't know. Will I get away with playing that? Um, I'm kind of afraid to play the trailer now. All right. So on that note, on the on the on the money theme, because that's the theme of today, I'm going to uh, to leave on this song. Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> the Paula. I remember like when uh, Millie Vanilli got in trouble. I remember that time. Oh, no, they were lip syncing. No, they wouldn't do that to us on MTV. They're not really singing. Oh my God. And then, and then uh, Paula Abdul came into question. She's like, Oh no, I'm really, I'm really doing, I'm really, you know, voice tune. Okay. I guess I should bring this up. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And uh, if you like this uh, video, please like and share and subscribe to my channel. And um, find me on Spotify. You can actually watch some videos on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. You can listen to the show. Um, I'm also uh, on, um, where else am I at? I'm also on uh, Facebook uh, at uh, my, as Terry Joyce, T-E-R-E Joyce. Um, I'm on Twitter at Terry Joyce and I have a Not My Rabbit Hole Facebook page. So um, like me there. And until next time, take care. All right, I'm going to expand this and play this song out. in life for free but you can give them to the birds and bees I want money that's what I want that's what I want that's what I want your love gives me such a thrill but your love won't pay my bills I want money
money don't get everything, it's true. What it don't get, I can't use. I want money.
Kenzie. Kenzie. No, it's not Kenzie. Kenzie. Yippee!